Hello, welcome to another episode of LSE Reactions. Hope you guys are currently enjoying the winter break. Obviously, there's no uh, Liverpool games going on at the minute, but there has been a major announcement made. Um, unless you're living in a bubble or haven't seen what's going on on TV or on social media, Liverpool have made a signing in January 2022. Who would have thought? Nobody saw this coming. Let's be honest. Um, nobody saw this coming at all. We all were quietly thinking, oh, here we go, FSG. They're not going to show any statement of intent. Um, they're not going to help Jurgen Klopp with squad depth and try and boost this second half of the season and actually show some actual ambition. Um but have they proved us wrong or maybe this is the start of them proving us wrong um a liverpool signing has been made a colombian winger under the name of luis diaz yes luis diaz liverpool have signed him for 37.5 million with a potential 13 million add-ons with which will boost the fee up to 50 million should the bonuses and all the other rest be fulfilled. What do we know about Luis Diaz? Well, if you have remembered any Champions League games recently this season, Liverpool have come up against Porto twice, where Luis Diaz was playing against uh, Liverpool um, twice. So, in my all honest opinion, I, I can only say I've only seen Luis Diaz playing the two games which was against Liverpool. But from what I saw under Luis Diaz or what I saw glimpses of, he's a flair player, incredible on the ball. He's just touch tight with his feet and he's got incredible pace. He knows how to beat a defender with ease. Um, and he can create opportunities on occasion for teammates. And so far he's been thriving this season. Absolute thriving this season. He's got 14 goals in 18 league games for Porto. As a winger, that's sensational. That means that you're beating the one in two. You're almost getting a goal almost every 0.75 games. In every 75 minutes, you've basically scored a goal for Porto. And he's scored two goals in the Champions League, which means that I think he scored 16 16 games, no, sorry, 16 goals in 28 appearances. If we include cup competitions as well, that he's partaked in, all that other stuff. Um, but it's still a good record 14 goals in 18 league games. Arguably, to say he was the most informed um, player in the Portuguese league. But yes, the Colombian international has made uh, his next step in terms of. Um, yeah, he's next up in terms of challenging himself as a winger and who else and what better club to go to than to Liverpool Football Club. We know that Tottenham was interested at the time and it was maybe, in fact, a catalyst as to why Jurgen Klopp made the trigger to go for um, Luis Diaz. I've also watched compilations of him over the weekend. So from what I've seen of Diaz... As I said, he's a flair player. He's something that Sadio Mane will absolutely need if he wants to fight for his place. 
hopefully the signing of Luis Diaz will kick up um some fire in his belly and realize if he's if he drops form at any one point, Luis Diaz will be there, ready to take your spot if you're not ready. And now it also means that Liverpool's squad depth has improved drastically. Um, we now have Salah, Mane, Jota, Firmino, Luis Diaz, and then the fringe players Oxley, Chamberlain, Minamino, and Divock Origi, who probably won't be Liverpool players come the summer window or maybe come Chamberlain yes he would stay but I believe Origi and Minamino one of these two players um, will end up not being a representative for Liverpool Football Club anymore um, Origi's contract is due to expire this summer so I, I believe we won't renew it I don't think we will be interested in renewing his contract um, Minamino from what I've seen with recent sources we are aiming to sell him in the region of 20 million pounds and we bought him for six so we it's quite a high valuation of Minamino um, and don't get me wrong he's an okay player but for the standards of where Liverpool want to be and where they want to be which is just a couple of seasons ago when they walked the Premier League or when they uh, managed to win the Champions League back in 2019, you have to make signings that make your players step up a level. Luis Diaz is the kind of signing that will make players step up a level because he can, just, he, he can play left wing and right wing. Obviously, nobody's taking Mohamed Salah's place. That's pretty much a formality. We know Salah doesn't need competition to step up because he he naturally steps up all the time but Sadio Mane definitely needs competition because Sadio Mane in the last two seasons has regressed from what he used to be he's not that explosive player that can run in the defenders anymore he would sometimes uh, dwindle and take too long to make decisions um and he's not really had any competition on the left wing if you think about it who was his competition? The next below. Curtis Jones, who's still learning his craft. Uh, Chamberlain, who, who's past, past his best now, in all honesty. Now you've got someone with uh, Diaz that's going to make uh, Mane be like, uh-oh, if I, don't, if I don't step up, I'm in trouble. And now this is the perfect scenario because you've got a Diaz who's coming to the Premier League with a point to prove. Versus Mane, who wants to show that I don't want my spot taken away from me, and this is the squad depth Liverpool FC require. We don't ask. We've we've never been in a position where we want to ask for hundred million pound signing here, two hundred million pound signing here. We're never that football club. Liverpool are notoriously known for making superstars. We don't buy superstars. We make superstars. We've done it with Jota. You can see what Jota's doing now under Jurgen Klopp. This was a £37 million signing as well. Um, Sadio Mane was a £35 million signing. Mamed Salah was a £35 million signing. Firmino was a £30 million signing. These are not necessarily world-class breaking records, transfer record signings. But you buy them for what you can turn them to be. 
And that's what Jurgen Klopp has done. Other than Firmino, who was obviously a, a Brendan Rodgers transfer, but he was, for the most of the reign under um, Jurgen Klopp train uh, under Jurgen Klopp uh, coaching, Jurgen Klopp training. So you can immediately see the difference that's going that 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 Jurgen Klopp's gonna make with uh Luis Diaz. Uh, currently, right now, Diaz is on international duty. He's got a couple of games left with Colombia, I believe, and then um, it might be a case of we see him make a debut against um, Cardiff in the FA Cup potentially. That would be a great way to introduce yourself to Anfield, um, and it's a, and it's not really a pressure game because Cardiff are lower tier opposition. And and you would have gotten your home debut out the way because there'll be a crowd where they'll be obviously expecting to beat Cardiff, but because it's lower opposition, it means there's less pressure on you to necessarily get your feet stuck in. And I think it will be the perfect situation for both Luis Diaz and Harvey Elliott, who is returning from um injury, to get stuck in against... uh. Cardiff, which is the perfect kind of opposition at Anfield to play to improve your match sharpness or to get used to the Liverpool way of playing. Um, Does Diaz have any weaknesses from what I've seen in the comp and compilations? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a weakness, but Curtis Jones, you know how sometimes he holds the ball a bit too long. I think Diaz has a tendency of doing that. But I'm hoping with under Jurgen Klopp training that he can eradicate this part of maybe taking an extra two, three touches uh, too long um, out of his game. I'd also say, I don't know, crossing. You don't really see Diaz cross a ball in. Obviously, there's a low crossing, but you haven't really seen Diaz whip a ball in to supply of a teammate. Maybe you can coach that in him. But the one big positive that I like from Diaz is, and which will be crucial against teams that like to play low block, is he's not afraid to shoot outside the box. And we don't have a front three that shoots outside the box often. The last time Mohamed Salah scored a worldie outside the box, I think it was Chelsea, two, three seasons ago. That was a really long time, really long time. Um... You don't see Mane shoot outside the box often either. Jota's more or less a poacher. But Diaz is the type of player where he will beat a defender and shoot outside the box. Similar to what Coutinho has been doing. Um, what you, what what Coutinho was doing, sorry, under Liverpool. Um, where And he added that to his game. Thanks to Jurgen Klopp, by the way. It's not that Coutinho could shoot outside the box before. Because he couldn't. And then Jurgen Klopp implemented in his game, start shooting outside the box, will train you to start shooting outside the box. And then that became his trademark uh, goal for the best part of the two and a half seasons before he departed uh, Liverpool. Um, but yeah, Diaz can definitely have that in him. And that would be perfect where the Burnleys or the... the the um, Who else would set up to frustrate? Maybe something like Manchester City at the Etihad where... Is the game is in such a stalemate and you just need that individual brilliance. And that's what Diaz can provide, a lot of individual brilliance. And I, and I, he'll easily win us a lot of free kicks because he's such a flair player. 
there's very rarely rare, there's very it's very rare of a moment where you see him not uh, dribble past the player and be successful with it. And if he does, it's going to lead to free kicks, which will mean that we'll get set pieces to benefit from. And Liverpool have scored the most from corners this season in the Premier League. Um, I'm not sure about free kicks, but even if we win free kicks in dangerous areas in the final third, I can see Diaz winning us free kicks and Trent and Robertson supplying excellent balls in the air to provide um, another chance in the box. And hopefully that will just add to the calibre of goals that Liverpool... Um, Oh, my belly's rumbling. Apologies for that. Um, and that will add to the calibre of goals that Liverpool need. Um, so, yeah. I'm very, very happy with the news. Unexpected. I cannot lie. There, there's not one Liverpool player that can say to me, one Liverpool fan that can say to me that, oh, in January 1st, Liverpool will definitely make signings. We knew we had to make that Shakiri replacement anyway. Because we, we sold Shakiri, we sold Gini Wijnaldum. We did not replace either player. And that's when squad depth became an issue. Um, we still haven't replaced Genie Wijnaldum, but I believe that potentially might be solved. I might, I'm might. i going to mention that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, we sold Shakiri, we didn't replace him. But now Ruben, uh, uh, Ruben, Luis Diaz is here to uh, essentially be the Shakiri replacement but not just be a Shakiri replacement. A Shakiri replacement with in the prime years, not injury prone. He's very fast, so it means he will adapt to the Premier League. And I think he can be physical as well. And he can be a little bit schneid, just like Diogo Jota. Um they have that in their game where I don't know, you can buy a free kick or something. I think we'll see that a lot in uh Luis Diaz's game. Um And yeah, it's always I'm very happy. Usually when we make a buy like this, it usually means that we might sell somebody. And like I mentioned before, I think that's where the uh, valuation of Minamino being worth 20 million. If somebody buys him for 20 million, I'll be out. I'll be amazed. But if we pull that off, then fair play to Michael Edwards and Julian Ward, who were instrumental in making the signing to begin with. Um... And that might be um, Edward's last raw before he departs in the summer. And I believe he's going to be director of football at Real Madrid. I think so. It might have been verbally agreed, but he hasn't officially signed that contract yet. But I believe Julian Ward, who has been the understudy of Michael Edwards, um, learning the ropes. And we might be in a good place. So yeah, if we are selling to buy... And if if that twenty million offer is up, then thank you, Minamino, for the Carabao Cup memories, um, for get helping us get to the final, um. But yeah, you'd have to go. Unfortunately, you'd have to go because now Diaz is here. You're not gonna see any Premier League game time. Let's just be honest. That should be an alarm bell for you, just to say you've been here for two years. You haven't really kicked on, but the fact that you cost six million. It's, I, don't, I don't really consider it a flop because he, he he's not been below average. He's just been average at best. And But the problem is Jota stepped up since signing. Firmino is crucial to the false nine role. We know what Salah and Mane have done for Liverpool over the years. This is the level that you had to compete with. And unfortunately, it might have been environmental circumstances or whatever, but... 
he just hasn't stepped up to it. And it's quite unfortunate because I'm sure Minamino's a nice lad. He seems very friendly. He hasn't done any PR interviews, bad-mouthing the club, bad-mouthing Jurgen Klopp. He's been very professional. Um, but yeah, he's just not good enough, unfortunately. And with Origi, it's a very uh, weird situation. Um, obviously, his contract ends in the summer. We tried to sell him last summer. Nobody wanted to buy him. Um, with Origi... I think we're better off just letting him go on a free transfer, to be honest. I don't know who's going to pay for him now in January and what his valuation would be. But he's only 26 years old. He's still in his prime years. He's very much a young striker. Very much is still a young striker with at least five years. You can get a bit, the best part of five years out of him. But and, and he also provides something different. Just like, okay, if you need a target man or a, a clutch goal... You'd, you'd get an Origi to try and do something for you in the last 15 minutes. And who knows, second half of the season, we might find ourselves in a, in a scenario where you, you still might need Origi to make a difference. So I'd hold on to Origi. And then obviously you've got Nat Phillips, um, who has been, I think, valued at 15 million. Newcastle are interested. We don't know whether they'll bid for him. The bid is to, I mean, the transfer deadline day is tomorrow. So if they are gonna bid for him, they got at least thirty six hours before they make, before the deadline is up. Um, and that would be a nice way. If we sold Minamino and Nat Phillips, you're looking at thirty five million potentially, and then you've pretty much only spent two million to get Luis Diaz with the additional thirteen million in bonuses. But yeah, um, lovely news. Luis Diaz to Liverpool is done. Um, I'm sure he'll be on an intensive course to learn the English language. Um, but in the meantime, he's got Thiago, who can speak Spanish as well. So I'm sure he's going to be friends with him a lot. Um, I'm trying to think who else speaks Spanish. Um, Fabinho, Jota speak Portuguese. Um... Trying to remember who else speaks Spanish. I'm not quite sure. I think he might be the only Spaniard at the club, Thiago. But oh yeah, but I, I don't know if Diaz can speak Portuguese. Actually, he might be able to speak basic Portuguese because he's been at uh, Porto for he's been at Porto for at least two years, two and a half years. So he might have some basic understanding of. Uh, of of Portuguese, um, but I'm presuming it it will take at least a year for him to learn English, maybe quicker. I don't know, but I don't think uh adaptation and learning the language will be a problem. But yeah, um, so yeah, I think I've covered all the bases. We've officially made a signing in January and. Uh, and this signing, I believe, having fresh faces, oh, what it does for squad morale, Mwah. that's what you need to win a trophy. Just the occasional fresh face and somebody that can push you for your spot, e.g. Sadio Mane. Um, and yeah, I'm look, I look forward to it. It's going to be an excellent second half of the season. you got the AFCON boys returning, you got um Oh, my belly's so going. Elliot returning, Thiago returning. The second half of the season looks good. We just need that Genie Wijnaldum replacement. 
we're looking at that uh player from Monaco. I forgot his name, but I'm sure you'll know his name. I can't remember his name. And then obviously for Fabio Carvalho of Fulham, um, who can be the direct Coutinho replacement. And if we make those two signings and maybe a backup right back signing, I think we're complete in terms of squad depth. And yeah, Liverpool, that should be enough for Liverpool to kick on come uh, next season. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Some transfer news. I'm I'm glad. I'm so happy it's done and it's out of the way. Um, Luis Diaz officially announced. A certain journalist tried to say that it will be coming on Monday. Um, the one that Jurgen Klopp slandered and uh, works for the Athletic. Um, but thank God we didn't have to wait till Monday. Thank God they announced it today. Um, all is well and hopefully the next time you hear from me will be next week Sunday where Liverpool play in play in the FA Cup against Cardiff at home at Anfield and hopefully we'll be able to see Luis Diaz debut underneath the Reds. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this little impromptu episode of LFC Reactions. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. Um, and yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, tune in next time. This is Kofi signing out on LFC Reactions. Cheers.